kids first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Kyla, from Boston, Massachusetts. Today, we will be talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, and Airbud Entertainment NEFT collectibles. First, we will be reviewing Hollywood Stargirl with Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Kyla. How are you? Great. How are you? Good, good. So what are your overall thoughts on this film? I actually really liked it. I liked how it was like kind of an indie film, which is kind of rare for Disney to do because they always go like really high budget with their movies. So this was like a nice, simpler, more relatable movie. And it shows like a bunch of teenagers just living their best life, which is, I think, something that everyone wants to do. And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the film because it could serve as a standalone, even though it has like its first part movie, which is called Just Stargirl. It's really great that I didn't have to watch the first one to enjoy the second one. And after I watched Hollywood Stargirl, I really wanted to watch the first movie. Yeah, that sounds great. I love when there's a sequel that where you don't have to watch the first one so you can see if you like the new one and then go back and watch the first one. Exactly. This is the <laughs> same exact scenario. I really... I haven't been able to get to Stargirl, but I really enjoyed Hollywood Stargirl. I liked how it had messages of like uh, family and friends, and it was a nice representation of teenagers, which is like a hard thing to get nowadays. Yeah, definitely. This this film sounds great already. Yeah, it is. So can you tell us a little bit about the main character in Hollywood Stargirl and how you relate to them in any ways? So Stargirl, she's like this really colorful, really bright young girl. And she's just like trying to take risks. But at the same time, she's just trying to find a home because she's never really had that. She's always had to move around and stuff. So she just wants something that's permanent, but that she can enjoy. And then she meets these two boys and then they go on this adventure making a movie and making a soundtrack. And she just really expresses herself through music and through creativity. And I think I kind of relate to her in the sense that like, I really want friends that I can like hang out and like maybe even film a movie one day with. That just sounds like a lot of fun. And she just learns how to live her life the best way that she can living with her friends because they live in the same building. So she's just learning how to make every day an adventure. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a great story. So, and characters. So with that, um, what is the primary theme or message of this film that you took away? Well, I learned, oh, I learned a lot of things, but I learned how to live for every day. There's not a single day that Stargirl takes for granted. And like every day she's just learning how to do new things. And she's just never sitting down, never feeling sorry about herself. Every day she just wants to get up and move. And she's just proud of everyone in her life. And she never takes anyone for granted. And I feel like that's something that she can teach not only me, but like a lot of people that have a lot of great things in their life to cherish them every day because one day it could be gone. Just like Stargirl learned at the end of the first movie. She had to move away, and now she's learning how to really value everything that she has in her life. Yeah, it definitely sounds like there are great themes expressed, and they are shown in good ways. 
Yeah, it is. There's there's like a lot of messages that teens can relate to, but it's also very educating. So it's not like like having like adults just telling you like, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. It's just like it encourages us and inspires us to do something that we really want to do and to just live every day. Yeah, it sounds like a great combination of a bunch of different themes and expressing them in different ways. So were there any aspects of the film that either didn't quite reach your expectations or absolutely blow, blow you away? Um, no, because going into Stargirl, I knew that it was going to be kind of like this indie vibe, which I enjoy. And I think it's like a nice refreshment from like the Disney, like big high budget, uh, a lot of VFX movies. It was just like a very nice laid back. It can kind of qualify like for like a comfort movie, like one of those rainy day films. It was just really nice, very easy throughout I mean of course if you go into it expecting like like action and just like very drama and very angsty of course you're going to be disappointed but those fans who watched the first movie and are going into the second one knowing more or less the kind of storytelling that it has you are going to be loving this movie even more because it really touches down on like the simplicity of life and how it doesn't have to always be like drama and just bad things always happening Yeah, it's great when the sequel doesn't disappoint. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like we have a lot of sequels nowadays. they're, They're not as great as they could be. And this is definitely not that case. That's awesome. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, Air Bud Entertainment NFT collectibles. And right now, we're continuing to review Hollywood Stargirl with Heather. So to kind of continue what we were talking about, um, could you give us a little bit of information about the genre? You did say it was like indie, but were there any other like aspects that kind of were different genres? Well, it's I guess it could kind of qualify for a musical because they do sing several songs throughout the movie. Like they perform it. So I guess it could qualify for a musical, but it's not defined by the music. So it has like a very musical, creative aspect to it. It can qualify for like young adult movies, like a teen film. Um, so I think those are like the main topics because it has to do with that in the movie. But it's also like the style of storytelling. I must say, this sounds like a great film because I love movies that have a little bit of music, but it's not the entire film. So this sounds like a perfect fit for me. <laughs> You're going to love it. If I liked it, I feel like you should watch the first one just to get a taste, uh, get your feet wet in that, and then watch the second one. I think you're going to really love it. Yeah, I definitely will. So do you have a relatable or favorite character that you really found just super, like, relatable? Oh, I like Terrell. I mean, I don't think he was – well, I can't relate to him, but I know friends – of mine who like resemble him and they're just like, they're kind of humor. And I don't know, he just keeps you on your toes with this kind of comedy. He's just really, really funny. And I love characters who can engage the audience, but they're like the side character. So like their humor doesn't overpower the storyline, but they're just like there for a good time. I really liked him. I liked every scene that he was in. Plus he really does move the story along. And I like his relationship with his brother and with Stargirl. So I I can't relate to him, but a couple of my friends could. So I just really love him. Yeah. So you mentioned how he's very humorous. Are there a lot of characters and a lot of scenes that involve kind of a little bit of comedy? 
Well, I think that's the great thing. The comedy was really balanced out. Like this movie had a perfect balance of music, of drama, and of comedy because it doesn't become like this kind of like cheesy comedy. It's just like you needed a funny line. Here you got one. But they're like very few and far between. So you enjoy it, but you also have like breaks between them. So it doesn't overpower the storyline and it really focuses on Stargirl instead of like her funny friends or anything. Like, like I said, there's a perfect balance throughout the story. Yeah, I was about to say it it must be hard to kind of like balance everything. So that must be, yeah. (laughs) Um, So do you think this qualifies as any like special interest topics? Well, I I don't really think so. Um, like like what would you define like a special interest topic? Like I don't know if there's something like if it involves space or like nature. If there's like a lot of relation and interaction with certain things that like maybe aren't in every movie. No, I don't think so. Um, it's really like like your kind of everyday themes of like friendship, family, relationship. Um, but that's another great thing when you go into Hollywood Stargirl and not expecting like a huge education lesson, like a, a lesson in science or it's not educating. It's just like a very nice, easy, breezy movie. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. I can just watch it and not have like conflicting, conflicting um, points of view or like get bored with education. This is like a very simple storyline with themes that everybody can relate to. So no, it does not qualify for simple and uh yeah cool yeah so I heard that you were able to go to a press conference so how was that oh it was pretty fun um so I got to be in the audience and I got to ask some questions because it was like a zoom conference so I was not on camera but there was a moderator with the entire cast so that was really great I liked seeing Grace Vanderwall speak about her journey as Stargirl because she's grown so much through these two movies as an actress because she's not really an actress she has started off uh playing the ukulele on um America's Got Talent so she was just talking about her journey of like unraveling herself and her acting and how she relates to Stargirl and then working with the director a second time after doing the first Stargirl movie so I really enjoyed it um I was really hoping that some of my questions would get answered but they weren't but I liked how it was like a very interactive experience and this was actually my first press conference that I've ever been to so it was a great stepping stone yeah that sounds like a really awesome experience it was a lot of fun. It was nice. Um, it wasn't too long, which was great because sometimes, you know, you can lose your audience or like time conflicting with schedules, but it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So what is your final age recommendation and star rating? So I rate, I give the age rating for like about 12 to 18 plus adults because I think it would be a great family film with parents who have like older children. And I give it five out of five stars because I really enjoyed the movie and I think a lot of people should go see it. Yeah, so where can we go watch and when can we go watch this amazing movie? Well, you're in luck because it's already streaming on Disney Plus exclusively. Yes, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm excited. Let me know if you like it. Okay, I will. Let's take a break. I'm Kyla from Boston and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Kids First Daddying Film Festival from June 13th to 20th, 2022. (laughs) 
To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Join the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday afternoon for the Empowered Kids series. It's two hours of programming geared toward our younger listeners and our young at heart listeners. We kick things off with Express Yourself Teen Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Then keep up with your favorite movies on Kids First Coming Attractions at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. The Empowered Kids series every Sunday on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. You welcome back. I'm your host, Kyla, from Boston, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, Airbud Entertainment NFT Collectibles. Next up, we'll be reviewing Jurassic World Dominion with Tiana. Hi, Tiana. Hi. So why should people in general watch Jurassic World Dominion? I think that people in general should watch Jurassic World Dominion because it's a great overall film. It has a lot of sound effects. It has a lot of plot twists. And I'm someone who loves plot twists. And it has lots of adventures. And there's tons of action-packed scenes throughout it that'll keep you jumping for more. So it's really, it's a really interesting film. I love the style of CGI that they use for the dinosaurs. I love the storyline. I love everything. So I think it's just something that people will love to watch on screen. Certainly sounds like it. So what is the plot of this film? Yes, so Jurassic World Dominion actually has two different storylines. So on one hand, there's a young girl named Maisie Lockwood, and she's a teenager. She actually happens to be a clone of her biological mother. And at some point in time, she gets kidnapped and taken to a company called Biosyn, where the scientists take her in as an experiment so they can figure out her, how her biological mother created her. And then it's up to her parents, Claire Daring and Owen Grady, to go on to a, an adventure to rescue her. The other storyline is about Ellie Sattler, who is suspicious of the works of Biosyn and its different animal experiments, as well as its attempt to take over the food chain. So she brings in Alan Grant 
to help her stop uh, Biosyn from taking over. And the two storylines combine for an amazing adventure that actually takes place in a world while dinosaurs are trying to threaten the character's existence. Whoa, that sounds like an amazing plot. It was. It is. (laughs) So in your opinion, who has some of the best acting performances and does the acting live up to your expectations? Wow. I mean, this film, it was a lot. I have to say it was over two hours. I think it was like two hours and 26 minutes. So it was very long, but I feel like it's kind of hard to pick a specific person because everybody just played their role so well that like they all stand out in a different way. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to pick a favor, but I think that the characters did all live up to my expectations. I mean, I haven't really watched any of the Jurassic Park movies or the Jurassic World movies, but just from seeing the trailer and knowing like what the Jurassic is about, I think they, it definitely lived up to the expectations. Yeah, it sounds like it did. And I totally get not being able to pick a certain actor and big movies and sometimes small movies too. Like the acting can all just be so good. Really, it does. So what is your favorite part about this film with all this being said? I think my favorite part of this film is, well, like I said before, I really loved the CGI of the dinosaurs and just the sounds. Like I would have to say the best experience for this film is just going to see it in the theaters because it's loud and everything just... It's so, um, obviously it's not 3D, but everything just feels that way. It feels like you're in the movie. And one part that I found really funny about this film is how the characters are interacting with the dinosaurs. Like they're talking to them, having full on conversations. And there is even a part where Owen Grady, who's played by Chris Pratt, actually is making a promise to a dinosaur, like having a full on conversation with a dinosaur, making promises and everything. So I love that. (laughs) <laughs> everyone loves a good theater movie too one of them that is like so realistic when you're in the theater for sure so you said you haven't really seen the other Jurassic Park movies but if you've like heard about them do you think this is similar different does it include like character references or anything from the original movies yes yeah, so I haven't really watched I think I've watched like one of the Jurassic Park movies but I don't really remember it remember it like that because it was a while ago if uh if I remember it but I do know that there are character references like uh Ellie Sattler and El- uh, Alan Grant and even Dr. Ian Malcolm uh they're returning characters from the old movies so that I think that's pretty cool that they're taking characters from the other movies they even uh, are keeping some of the characters from the other Jurassic World movies like Owen and Claire. So even though I didn't watch it, I feel like, as I was saying before, like it still lives up to the Jurassic part of it. Because when I first started watching the movie, I was like, I don't really get how this ties to Jurassic because of the storyline. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like, the storyline, I feel like, it's not like about the dinosaurs. It's more about like the family and Biosyn versus um, how you would normally see it. But it's still an amazing film. I loved it. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, and Airbud Entertainment NFT Collectibles. Right now we're continuing reviewing Jurassic World Dominion with Tiana. Hi again. Hi. So do you have a favorite character that's like especially relatable or you've found particularly a good acting performance? So, I mean, I would have to pick two people. So I, it would be between Maisie Lockwood, who's played by Isabella Sermon, or Claire Daring, played by Bryce Dallas Howard. I would say Maisie Lockwood because she's a teenager. And one of the main things that she really wants to do throughout the movie is just get out into the world and be able to um, live her life because she is growing up and she's not a kid anymore. She doesn't want to be treated as a kid and she doesn't live with her biological parents because um, of some things throughout the movie you kind of have to watch to figure out, but she doesn't live with her biological parents. And I think she's just relatable because she's a teenager and she just wants to be able to live life freely and then uh, I say Claire Daring because played by Bryce Dallas Howard, because it's not really like a connection for me because she's obviously Macy's mom, but it's a connection because I have a mom who really cares and just wants to be protective of me. And of course she's allowing me to grow up, but she still wants to be able to teach me and protect me from the world and its dangers. Yeah, it's really impressive when characters and conflicts are really relatable, especially in films where there are a lot of fantasy elements because maybe those things you can't relate to your real life. But like if there's a character that even has just similar things, you're able to relate to them. Right. So if you could work on this film as a cast or a crew, what would you want to do and why? Ooh, that's a good question. I think... I would probably want to be part of the cast in the reason being is because I would love to see how the characters act like be able to experience acting with CGI. I mean, the dinosaurs in the movie are scary, like they're huge and there's a lot of crazy scenes and they have to hide from the dinosaurs, talk to them, they're petting them. So I just really would want to be a part of the cast to see how that works, but also be on the backside of it to see how they edit the dinosaurs in. Yeah, that would be really cool. It would. So what is your age recommendation and star rating? So I give Jurassic World Dominion four out of five stars and recommend it for kids ages 12 to 18 plus adults and parents should look out for scenes with extreme violence, gory deaths, and loads of jump scares. Yeah, with all of this being said, I'm really curious where and when can we watch Jurassic World Dominion? Yes, so you can watch Jurassic World Dominion in theaters now. I would highly recommend going to see it in theaters because of just all the action and everything. You will love it, and it's definitely something to that would be probably better to go see as a family, especially with all like the jump scares and everything. But definitely go and see it in the theaters. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go check this out. Yeah, I, I went to see it in the theaters, and I want to see it again, so definitely. Yeah. Let's take a break. I'm Kyla from Boston, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Kids First Daddying Film Festival, June 13th to 20th, 2022. 
To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh. Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Kyla, from Boston, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, Airbud Entertainment NFT Collectibles, and next up, we will be listening to Ishan, Samantha, and Zoe's interviews with Robert Vince and Eric Vince about Airbud Entertainment NFT Collectibles. Hi everyone, I'm Ishan and with me are Samantha and Zoe and we're reporting for Kids First. Today we're super excited to chat with Robert and Eric Vince of Airbud Entertainment who just released a line of NFTs in association with their new show Super Pups, now on Netflix. Thank you so much Robert and Eric for chatting with us today. Oh, thank you. We're, we're excited. We always, uh, you know, Kid First is always, I think it's probably, how many, I don't know how many times we've interview with you guys but every time is always a pleasure we always get a unique perspective what exactly inspired you to create airbud collectibles well i think uh zoe what was what was really cool when we we started looking at this new technology with the blockchain and and the nfts is we realized that what it really was is a great opportunity to build a community because in the end of the day uh nowadays with uh you know, SVOD like Netflix and so on. We don't really know who's watching our shows anymore, you know, how those are coming about. So, you know, this is this gives us an opportunity to build a community to uh, share with our, you know, uh, our the folks that watch our, our shows uh, unique content and they have an opportunity to own that unique content, which has never been uh, able to do before. You know, the, the closest thing to that was when you bought a, a DVD. I don't know if you guys remember all that where you had special features and you got to collect it and everything else. But in this case, um, it gives us an environment that we could really 
uh, share with our our community, our fans, everybody else exactly uh, what we're doing and get interactive ideas from them. And so it's a really fantastic platform for that purpose. Absolutely. And I love, I think this is the perfect time, you know, to release um, something that can unite people and make a community. I love that. We, we us as well. And it was, it's funny because Eric brought this to me and uh, Eric's my son as well. So, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and he, and so he brought this to me and I'm like, what is an NFT? What is this? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm a, uh, when I found out what the sort of the word I'd use the utility of this, like what you can actually do with it. That's when I got really excited because there's not, nothing that I've seen in all the years I've been doing this is anything like this. And, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're super excited about it all. Um, next question, um, Eric. How do NFTs fit with the Airbud brand? So, um, uh, and NFTs just fit in because, you know, more than any, we're just trying to uh, build a better connection with our customer. Um, and NFTs really enable that. Um, so we're excited about it. Um, and, you know, we're just really trying to stay ahead of the curve in terms of where technology is going. So uh, this is where things are going. And we just wanted to jump in as soon as we could. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Let me let me add a little bit to that. And it's because of the Airbud brand, you know, we've we've always been somewhat innovative, right? So, you know, we created the talking animals thing. We, you know, we've uh, you know really tried to be innovative and make sure that we're creating unique content. So it, it so you guys are uh, when you watch it, it, it's not we're just doing the same thing over and over again. And we we recognize that that kids and are, are, are really uh, want to be in a more in a interactive environment, right? Where they have choices and they have uh, engagement and all that kind of stuff. So the Airbud brand and the NFT blockchain is, they, they really work well together. Yeah, I think it's really cool that um, you can adapt new technology to um, the films. Yeah, I have a feeling you're going to be teaching your parents about this, to be honest with you. <laughs> And also, we've been talking a lot about NFTs, but for people who don't have prior knowledge, what exactly are NFTs and how can people use them? Um, it's a way for essentially digital media to live on the blockchain. So if you're aware of what's going on with crypto, it's kind of like that, but it makes it a little more fun, a little more interactive. Um, so that's I'd say that's the best way to put it. But yeah, NFTs are somewhat like crypto, but there's a lot more art and utility involved. Um, and the utility element is uh, con continuing to expand and evolve over time. I wanted to just interject and ask one question. Um, between NFTs and cryptocurrency, which do you think is a wiser investment maybe for kids to be making? Uh, well, one, again, one is like, so let's say you really want that, uh, let's say you're into cars. Let's say you want a new Mustang, right? Uh, and then you have, uh, you know, and it, it, you really want that Mustang and you think it's a good investment versus having uh, just a bunch of money in your wallet. That's a, it's a value decision you make. So it actually teaches, and I don't know that we're here to teach that much, but we're, it, it really is a learning a trade-off of value. You know, you know, would you rather have cryptocurrency or would you rather have that asset that 
you think is really cool and, and, and fun and engaging and, enter, you know, entertaining to you. And uh, maybe that's super cool. may or may not grow in value. You don't know. Cause these are all unique, you know, like, uh, it, that's the kind of the fun thing about it is you get to see how it trades and how people interact with it. And so it's engaging. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, and Airbud Entertainment NFT collectibles. Right now we're continuing listening to Ishan, Samantha, and Zoe's interviews with Robert Vince and Eric Vince about Airbud Entertainment NFT collectibles. Eric, how does the process of building a collection of NFTs work? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I think it's a unique process for every creator. Um, for us, it really was um, working with our designers and our team and collaborating with our blockchain company um, and our web developers. So we had a bit more of a robust process maybe than the average person. Um, but you know, it, it, at the end of the day, you need to create art uh, or in some form of medium and you need to get it minted onto the blockchain. So um, yeah, is that, a, is that a good enough answer for you? Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard, really hard to put it into words though. Um, but you know, minting is really getting it inserted into the blockchain. And the blockchain is where all the information is stored. So, so you guys, uh, you guys, I, I understand all went on and and downloaded and and got your your NFT. How did you find that process? What did you guys think? Um, the minting process now makes more sense after you've explained it, kind of uh, getting it a place on the blockchain, because you know what you see is just a spinning wheel for a couple seconds, and then you see your token appear on screen. It was really unique and interesting. And then you went, you know, you saw how we, we made it an experience where you're you're going from the, the spaceship down to Zeta and spacecraft all the way through to land coming to Earth and Yeah, I thought the animation was really cool. Great. Yeah, we're we're as interested to see see what you guys think as anything else because we, you know, we've been working on this for a long time. It's definitely a unique experience. Nothing that has been presented online um so i think it was it's a super cool experience i also know you've been talking a lot about assets and as a movie lover i'm just interested to know how many assets are available uh, for people in general so we so the way you'll, you'll what we're doing so let me just sort of explain you'll, you've seen a little bit this is really early days first of all eric and i have been working on this for uh six months now and 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 so you're just seeing the tip, the very beginning of this. So, which is, so each one of these, let's just do it. So each one of these, we're dropping a new portal, we call them. We'll have assets uh, or what I call assets. Next thing, your trading cards are coming your way, uh, digital trading cards. And, and when I could give it all away, there's a whole Zeta collection coming. And then there's a bunch of other things that we just make it fun for your experience. And not everything you have to buy. It's just like it's coming to you free too. Like you're getting a free trading card and it'll be sent into your stack. But we'll be dropping what we call dropping new NFTs constantly. And some of it will be a bit of a surprise and it'll just come to you. And some of it will be experience you discover. And so, you know, we want to make it something that you go and you go, oh my gosh, I had no idea this was coming, you know? 
And, and so we got a bit of a broad roadmap, but we want to keep some of the mystery, some of the surprise happening. Every 60 days, a new portal is going to open up for you to explore. And in the existing portal, you'll be getting all sorts of new things going in there too. So it's going to be a fun little discovery and you're going to build your NFT. Um, you're, you're going to find the things that you like and you're going to build your own NFT portfolio of, you know, cool things that you like. And then ultimately you're going to be trading with your friends. You'll also be get, coming down the line. You're going to start, we're going to start having a, our own, um, uh, what do you call it? Discord, discord, this is where we use, uh, which is basically a uh, communication tool within the, within uh, the, uh, the Airbud collectibles environment where you're, sharing with others in there what you like, what you don't like, what you like to see. Awesome. No, thank you both so much for speaking with us today. We had a ton of fun learning more about NFTs. Oh, great. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. All right, folks, be sure to check out Super Pups as well as Airbud Entertainment's NFTs. Just go to nft.airbud.com to learn more. This is Ishan, Zoe, and Samantha reporting for Kids First, signing off. See you in the next one. Bye. Cheers. Let's take a break. I'm Kyla from Boston, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Kids First Daddying Film Festival, June 13th through 20th, 2022. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. For teens, by teens, and about teens. Tune into the uncensored and unedited discussions with young adults on Express Yourself. Every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Smart, tenacious teen hosts and reporters from around the country speak up and speak out. Express Yourself. Visit the website for the show to find out more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And check out the show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Kyla, from Boston, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, Airbud Entertainment NFT Collectibles. Right now, we're listening to Ashley, Haley, and Katie's interview with Robert Vince and Eric Vince on Airbud Entertainment NFT Collectibles.
I'm your host, Ashley Clyde, reporting for Kids First, along with two Kids First reporters, Kaylee and Katie. Today, Hi. we're speaking with Robert Bentz, Director and CEO of Airbud Entertainment, and Eric Bentz, Vice President of Business Development at Airbud Entertainment. They're here to chat about Airbud's new NFT release. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you, guys. Hey there. When it comes to Airbud Entertainment releasing an NFT, how are you guys making sure that the NFT experience is more interactive for kids as they are your primary consumers? Um, Eric, do you want to start off? Uh, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, one of the things that we worked uh, really hard to find the right partners for was um, how we could we remove crypto from the equation? So we really wanted to make um, the purchasing experience really simple. We wanted to eliminate some of the um, elements that can make buying an NFT more complicated um, and sometimes frustrating. Uh, so we ended up working with a team who uh, partnered with Shopify. So we're early, uh, we're an early user of the Shopify NFT platform. So you don't need crypto and you don't need an NFT wallet per se um, to purchase one of our NFTs. So one, what we're kind of the I wouldn't say we were the first, but we we're the first one, certainly in the kids space, to uh, use this uh, concept of stacking the NFTs. So you, when you got you guys all bought your NFT, right? So um, I got your NFT. So you got not only did you get just the the, the coin, the original, which is by the way the original Airbud uh, uh, coin that's ever been minted. So you guys are the some of the very first to do that. But you also got in there Azita character as well, which is a, a 4K uh, character, uh, Zeta uh, alien toddler. So it didn't come separately, it came together. And, and you'll see, because you're part of this, is we also will be sending a little surprise in the next couple of days into that stack. So it, it doesn't, we can actually interact with you uh, and, and, and send surprises to you and send uh, free things and interesting things to you and, and let you know. So. So that's one of the things we're doing. We're making sure it's very, uh, it, it's, it, there's, there's always a surprise for you everywhere, you know? Things coming and going, and it's just something new all the time coming to you, not just where uh, you have to go looking for it. But on the other side of it, each one of you'll see, like, we just opened up the, the Super Pups portal, but there'll be multiple portals opening up, which are multiple worlds, right? So the next one is Pup Academy, which you may know Pup Academy as well. And, and so Pop Academy Back to School is opening uh, that portal, and that'll be a whole other unique portal that you can go and discover uh, uh, content and characters and all that stuff. So, so there's always going to be something new making it interesting for you to come back. And we all like the kids love to share and, and collect and, you know, uh, trade with their friends. So that's all part of it as well. Uh, we're at early days, but all this is coming. Uh, you guys are really the first to really experience this. Robert, can you explain what an NFT is? I could, but Eric's going to do it way better than me. So <laughs> if I explain, it's going to be wrong. So go ahead, Eric. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Simply put, um, NFT means non-fungible token. Uh, it really just means you can create an asset and, and in this case it's either a, a, a picture or a short video um, and it can be it's considered completely unique 
um, can't be copied, and it lives on the blockchain. So if you know a little bit about cryptocurrencies, that also uses the blockchain. Uh, and so what we're doing, or not us specifically, but the whole NFT community is utilizing the blockchain to basically put out art through the process of minting um, so that um, art uh, and different content can live on the blockchain um, without the ability to be copied or sold without the consent of the artist. And in that case, you, you guys are the ones that own it. Like you own your NFT now and it lives in the blockchain. You can actually go on, uh, on the site and you can find where it is on the blockchain. You'll see all your code and your numbers and everything else. So it's like, a, imagine that this is, this is a store with shells everywhere. And that one, that, that coin and that Zeta is a unique one that you own and that's yours. And you can uh, take it off the shelf and you could trade it. You could do a lot of things, but it's yours. Like from this day forward forever until you decide that you want to change it, that's yours. That, that's really cool. Thank yeah. you. You were listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Hollywood Stargirl, Jurassic World Dominion, and Airbud Entertainment NFT collectibles. Right now, we're listening to Ashley, Haley, and Katie's interview with Robert Vince and Eric Vince on Airbud Entertainment NFT collectibles. Eric, can you explain what makes an NFT valuable? Um, you know, that's a really good question, Katie. Um, I think NFTs, like any form of art, um, their value is really dictated by two major elements. One of them would be um perceived you know appreciation so if everyone loves a piece of art in theory the value is going to go up um and the other thing is can be scarcity so if you have for example um a piece of art and it's the only one it's the only one that exists um in general you're probably going to have uh you know a higher value by the fact that it's a unique one of one um, versus which you'll see a lot in the NFT community is you'll have um, multiples uh, being created. So, um, for example, um, our coin, we actually created multiple of the coins. Um, and But we'll have other art that's coming that's going to be completely unique. So I'd say uniqueness and then just, you know, perceived value is really where all art value comes from, really. Thank you so much for explaining. Yeah. Um, and I would like to ask a question. So we've seen a lot of celebrities get on NFTs, a lot of companies get on NFTs. And I know, Robert, you mentioned that um, Airbud is the first, you know, one that really appeals to kids. So other than that, what makes this NFT um, a lot more special in, in this market? Well, so I think that what's different, uh, let's talk about what the Airbud NFT is. And then that, First and foremost, when Eric talked about it, is we didn't want to just sell a bunch of things, right? We wanted it to be a community, an interactive community. So what's and we want it to be very much and consistent with Airbud's brand. And Airbud's brand's all about teamwork, friendship, community. You know, you know, uh, there's multiple things, but it's all those good values. And we wanted to be something that it was accessible to everybody. Right. So we so we didn't just go and put our uh, our our NFTs on like somebody else's uh, like an open sea or something like that. We didn't want that. We wanted to build this community. So 
we spent the time and energy and effort really first deciding what we were going to do. So the Airbud and the Airbud collectibles is the Airbud brand and embodies the Airbud brand. And, and we really want to know you. We want to know our customer. We want to know our community and we want to know what they're thinking. Like we're more excited to hear what you guys think of it than we are to tell you all about it. Like, what did you think? You went through it. What, what was your feeling when you experienced it for the first time? Well, I I would say that my favorite experience was actually seeing the alien toddler because I watched uh, Super Pups on Netflix and it was it was really interesting. I, I didn't expect that. First of all, I thought in first of all, the toddler is super, super cute. So with the animation and how like HD and intergalactic it looked, it was really awesome to experience first of all. So, well, you own that now forever. That's yours. <laughs> which is cool. Right. And we wanted like, like we, we, when, when we designed that, we love the fact that when you're, when it's being minted, cause there's a process that goes through to be minted and really go on the blockchain. Right. And live there. We did that whole video of your, you know, the spaceship taking off and then, and then going into orbit and then the, the, the pod being dropped out of the spaceship and Zeta inside it and then going into the observatory, which you've seen the show. So, you know, that's all part of the show. Right. So we yeah. want that experience that you were it was, it, something was going from one place to another place. And then it went into to your um, to your uh, unique. Uh, what do you call it, Eric? Uh, unique uh, NFT. Wallet? Yeah. Wallet. Wallet. Yeah. Your unique. So that's yours. And, you know, you can trade, keep, do what, whatever you want with it. Uh, but, and, but we wanted you to have that experience of, wow, this is going from one place to another and it's mine and it's, and it's cool. And I can, you can download it and share it with your friends. You can do a lot of whatever you'd like to do with it. Um, and we, and we welcome that as well. Thank you guys might think it's your friends might think it's pretty cool too, but the experience we think we wanted the experience to be fun. We hope it was fun. If it wasn't, you can tell us, we won't, we won't be hurt. <laughs> But that's what we're working to do is make it a fun, engaging experience. I mean, Eric, sorry. Will it be easier for people to obtain or purchase um, Airbud? Uh, yeah, I, we, we really hope so. Um, we tried to design uh, the simplest purchasing experience we could. That's one of the reasons why we worked with um, our partners at Vivid. That's the blockchain we're, we're using. Um, and they work with Shopify. So... Um, it's just like purchasing something off of, off the internet really easily. Um, you can even use, I think it's called shop pay. And if you, if you're, if, I don't know if you guys are purchasing things on yourself, um, often, but if you are, it's about as simple as any other payment processing that you'll see. So you don't have to do some of the things that are more complicated, like go create a crypto wallet, um, and then connect that wallet. And uh, there's just a lot of other steps that are usually involved with purchasing NFTs, um, you, you know, the average NFT. Yeah, just to, to add to that, um, that's sort of the functional side. But really what you asked about Airbud, Airbud, we will be creating an Airbud portal. That's going to be one of the, the ones that we're, we're looking for down the road and, and not too far away. But you're only going to be able to get you're not going to be able to. Um, purchase these or be part of any other community that has this. This is the only place that's going to live. So it, by becoming a member, you're now a member forever. Thanks. Our, our final question is, Rob, is for Robert. Are NFTs the future of art collect and collectibles? 
And the answer is yes. There are the future of a lot of things, but in terms of um, the platform for utility, as we say, for where our content is going to live and where you're going to be able to interact with it, that's all going to be here. This is the you guys are in the very start of this whole um, Airbud collectibles um, revolution for me. Anyways, revolution for me. So it, it, it's 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 going to be the place. It's going to be where everything is. We're going to have physical things. Let's say if you wanted, uh, I'm not saying this is, but let's say you wanted a Zeta, a Zeta doll. You know, there's going you're going to only be able to get it there, right? And and let's say maybe that's happening. So and and, and let's say you want, you know, so it's going to be experiences. Uh, what they call uh, in real life experiences. It's going to be games. It's going to be also physical, uh, physical as well. So we want it to be this place where you've got a surprise every time you go. Well, thank you so much again, Robert Vince and Eric Vince there for joining us today. To find out more about the Airbud NFTs, go to nft.airbud.com. Also, be sure to check out the new series, Super Pups, which is streaming on Netflix now. I'm Ashley reporting for Kids First, joined by my colleagues Kaylee and Katie. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press4Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Kids First Daddying Film Festival, June 13th through 20th, 2022. I'm Kyla from Boston, Massachusetts, reporting for Kids First. Bye! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.